Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Marcus, thanks so much for talking to us. We're at the um, Active Intelligent Packaging Industry Association. It's such a long title, I have to always read it. And you've just come off stage after giving a tour de force, the best presentation, um, as far as I'm concerned. And and you were basically talking about a pilot that you did for uh, Absolute, um, as in vodka, but but you're part of a much bigger company, right? Yes, exactly. So uh, uh, Absolute Vodka is one of the brands in the portfolio. So we have Pena Ricard as a, a portfolio company uh, with about 200 brands. And it's the second largest uh, distributor and uh, producer of uh, alcohol products in the world. All right. Well, thank you for your work. I've enjoyed it personally. Um, and what do you do for them? So my title is a little bit uh, uh, self-defined. <laughs> so so I, I, my name is uh, Marcus Wolf and I, I work with digital business innovation. Uh-huh. And uh, what that is, is probably everything uh, outside regular marketing and outside regular product development. Uh, so traditionally innovation within our business has been new flavors, uh, new um, packaging it could be, but more of uh, how it looks, not the functionality. So uh, my focus is how can we deliver consumer value with uh, adding technology. And that could be uh, either in, in homes, in off-trade or on-trade. So off-trade is retail, on-trade is bars and restaurants, and uh, home is connected to home trade. All right. And uh, tell us just at a high level, what, what was it? What was the use case? What was the pilot that you were talking about earlier? So uh, from the beginning, we have uh, bottles being shipped every year to retailers. And uh, it's quite a lot of... Uh, bottles every year uh, ballpark yeah um, for absolute it's uh, 110 bo- uh, million bottles uh-huh. every year and uh, for other brands in the portfolio for example Malibu is around 40 50 million um, that's just two of the brands within the parent car portfolio so let's say with those you have uh, 150 million bottles that being put on the shelf or in bars and restaurants so we thought, oh, how could this be something then? Uh, uh, actually, it's a static piece of, of glass with, with uh, alcohol in it. Even though it's a great product, can we use the, the packaging to be something that could 
uh, consumers could interact with. Yeah. Uh, because if you think about retail, there is uh, a lot of bottles on the shelves, uh, but most FMCG brands don't know what's happening. Fast-moving consumer yeah. goods. Exactly. Fast-moving consumer goods. So you're disconnected, you kind of hand it off to the retail and then who knows what happens. So you're trying to kind of directly connect with yes, folks. Exactly. And what was the technology that you used? So uh, we used NFC, near field communication, uh, small chips that you can put on uh, almost any surface, uh, not uh, metal though, because it disturbs the antenna. But uh, uh, that is a static, you don't need any battery, uh, and it reacts uh, when you have uh, some sort of reader. Mm -hmm. For example, the iPhone can read it, so I put my, my phone like this, it has an antenna, and uh, the radio frequency can uh, read uh, a specific number or URL or, or uh, uh, yeah, an ID of the ship. Okay. So that's what's happening. So you essentially have a sticker which has got a chip in it and an antenna and there's a field generated by the phone that powers this thing up and it sends you either a URL or a number that an app might understand. Exactly. And um, so what was the app in this case? Um, the thing was, it, there was no app. Uh, we did an evaluation of different technologies. Uh, we did a, actually like a demo room, how can you use iBeacons uh, in retail, how can you use NFC, uh, QR code, augmented reality, uh, Edison, which is the uh, next generation of beacons, mm -hmm. and look, how can this be relevant for us, for your consumers and the retailers? And uh, when you look at it, it's, uh, you know, they all have advantages and disadvantages. Uh, the hardest thing is to scale these technologies because yeah. uh, even though it costs uh, maybe like five dollars with a beacon and you put it in store, uh -huh. when you scale this, uh, it, it becomes quite a big number. Yeah. Uh, and if you think about 150 million bottles, uh, so uh, cost was one of, of the factors, and the other one was the, the uh, uh, thresholds for interacting. And we wanted to have uh, such a frictionless uh, interaction as possible. So we choose the NFC uh, because you actually don't need an app on Android phones. Uh, you just tap your phone to the bottle and it reacts on that. How did you let people know where on the bottle to tap? Because that's one of the challenges, yeah. isn't it? It is, it is a big challenge, I would say. And since it's still like no industry standard, yeah. um, luckily the Malibu brand has uh, its logo is a sunset that is circular. All right. And the and NFC chip was the exact same size. All right. So we put it behind the, the sun uh, logo. So NFC chips are flat and bottles of Malibu are fairly curved. Yes. How do you stop the chip being broken yeah. in a fulcrum? Uh, so uh, this is a challenge, I would say, because uh, there are a lot of suppliers that have uh, NFC tags and sell them. But if you look at the uh, uh, production we're having, uh, it's tested, it's uh, quality assured, we know exactly what's happening. But if what happens is if you put something on a bottle that hasn't been there before, it works, uh, maybe it works correct, but maybe it doesn't either because they have a 
process of bottling, you need to put on the labels, the cap, uh, you might go into a heat tunnel with the shrink sleeve. So there are many steps in the, the uh, operations process that uh, uh, might you know, might destroy, might uh, do something with the chip. And uh, this is something that you only can test. You right. have to do it in the, your own facility and yeah. test it. So. so you managed to crack it somehow. Yes. Uh, did you put padding in or did you just uh, not squeeze too hard? So um, we, uh, the manual bottle has a, a shrink sleeve, which is a, a plastic that goes into a heat tunnel. Yeah. And then uh, it has the form of the bottle. Um, the actual NFC chip is put on the roll of the, the shrink sleeve. So you have like a big roll and you put the, the NFC on the back side of uh, the print, uh, just where we want it. And then the uh, roll goes on, on the bottle and then it's in shrink. But the thing is, if we uh, put the uh, uh, chips, so uh, on the belt, all bottles will, will be... Uh, I mean, we can have a production speed of 15,000 bottles an hour, and these will go uh, and hit each other on the belt, uh, and needs to do that, and you know, that is quality short of how the, the quality of the glass is. But if you put something that is uh, fragile on it, it becomes something else. So we realize that they can actually not um, be put in a position where it uh, connects to another bottle. Okay. And uh, by having the curved bottle, we could uh, move it a little bit down, and uh, so it's uh, in a okay. safe place now. So it didn't need any like cushion or, or anything. It's like and that's I'm just trying to think. I, I have drunk quite a bit of Malibu in my time, but I can't remember. Is the is the bottle like that, or it has a little bit of a curve on it? Uh, it has um, maybe because a few years ago we did a redesign. So okay, it's being more curved now. Okay, and the curve is on the bottom or the the. Yeah, bottom half of the bottle. All right. So, yeah. so we've been talking about how you apply it, how how just some of the issues with production. We haven't even talked about how you program it. So let's do about that, and then we'll quickly describe yeah. you know what actually happened. So how do you program these tags? Are they did they have unique IDs yeah. or? So um, that is a part of uh, the pilot. How do we actually handle the, the tags? And uh, in this case, we had a predefined. Uh, unique uh, URL, okay. uh, which uh, the URL itself was the same, but there was an idea as well uh, that was unique. So, so it was like a, you were serializing the bottles with exactly, exactly, uh, which is uh, something that the industry wants to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. Um, when the, ordering the tags, you can pretty much choose how you want want them to be uh, handled, and that. It's quite, quite a nice feature with the uh, NFC tags that you can have unique uh, identities. So we should cover off what the consumer got out of that because yeah, I know you exactly. emphasise that a lot because yeah. if they don't get anything out about it, uh, you can have the tags, they can work, but no one's going to tap them. No, but I think there are, right now there are uh, a lot of suppliers, a lot of new technology. We have, uh, uh, I would say, also from a brand perspective that, okay, can we use this technology to get uh, more data from the consumers? But the uh, biggest challenge is how do we actually get consumers to interact with the bottle and by I would say giving them much more than the value they give away in, in personal data is the only way to get uh, consumers to interact with your products because if you say 
uh, watch our latest uh, commercial. Uh, I mean, you're still being, it's like moving from, from your own website, but you do it on, on a mobile. So it needs to be something that is contextual. Now we know where they tap the bottle. Uh, we know it's the first or second or third time. We can see uh, uh, if there are uh, like local uh, activations, activities going on, for example, like festivals that we can tap into. So it's very much, uh, uh, I would say, a little bit different thinking to create services and partnerships that benefits the consumers. So um, the thing of value was what, a contest? Or? Uh, I would say the contest was a trigger to interact with the bottle. So we had the two parts. One was the contest, which was uh, uh, you could win a, a trip to a sunny island or you could win uh, uh, Bluetooth speakers. Uh, the other part was uh, we used contextual data. So uh, dependent on where, where the person um, interacted with the bottle and what the weather was like, we could uh, suggest uh, bars nearby. So it was more than 25 degrees. We could suggest uh, uh, rooftop bars. It was less, uh, we had curated other uh, uh, bars nearby. And was it like an instant reward or did they have to wait for the yeah, results? We, we had uh, two tracks there as well. The big prize was not instant. And uh, I think we had a three month uh, uh, notice till, till uh, the consumers know if they, they had won. And uh, the other part was uh, uh, like every day there was a prize. And uh, I think that was a big learning as well that uh, we could see a lot more engagement with the uh, uh, daily prices. Because there's probably a behavior as well from, from uh, I mean, the younger audience that you want to uh, interact and you want to see the results uh, directly. So uh, we could see that even though people participated in the uh, you know, competition for the big prize, it was a much higher engagement uh, with, with the daily prices. And that, it's a learning. That's how it is. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's so much involved getting this right, but you, you had some good results, and I know you can't give away the exact statistics, but can you give us kind of a ballpark sense of yeah. what kind of conversion rate you got? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, just to give it a perspective, the, the um, connected packaging is a quite new area. So it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't say there are any like benchmarks. Uh, there are a few other examples that uh, have been scaled up. And in regular digital channels, it's, uh, around 0.02% that click on a banner. 
with this one, we had uh, around four percent, three four percent conversion, which is amazingly good. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, if you look at uh, new behavior and uh, that we tried out something as a pilot, I think it is. Uh, I mean, we were happy with the results, and I think. I mean, if you look at the future, uh, the uh, contactless and tapping behavior uh, will be something that is, uh, you know, uh, standard behavior. But of course, there will be other competitors, other brands doing the same thing. Of course, like, um, give and take. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They're all different tools in the kit bag. But just what about that tapping behavior by country? Because you mentioned something in the Q and A about yeah. that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. It is, um, if you look at different markets, it's, uh, even though we can see, for example, Europe has a um, very uh, high usage of uh, mobile apps, mobile phones, uh, using services, uh, the contactless, that you actually can use your phone or credit cards or um, any cards to do things uh, wirelessly is not a behavior that exists in all countries. It certainly doesn't exist in the United States. People just have no, exactly. even less than over yes. here. But in the UK, in the it UK. does. Why is it in the it, UK? Um, I think there are two reasons. It's uh, first of all the oyster cars, where you can, when you um, go to your work uh, every morning, mm -hmm. you just put your, your uh, car like this and it opens up so you can take the underground to right. work. But then the. Uh, Visa and MasterCard have done a great job with their uh, contactless um, credit cards. So if you have the uh, uh, sign of a uh, contactless, uh, I would say almost any uh, merchandise or, or um, uh, yeah, it, it people have, get it. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, 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 they have, they have that muscle memory yeah. in some in some countries. So and the third one is uh, uh, Apple Pay. Uh, Apple uh, launched in, in US and UK. So now it's been there for a couple, it's actually three years now. So I think that's also a behavior that exists that you use your phone to actually uh, do transactions. And so you're running, so you started off with Tesco yeah. in the UK and you're running it here in Amsterdam? Yes, we are. We're running it in, in Amsterdam as well. We did the first uh, pilot with 45,000 bottles in the UK. Uh, now we have a roadmap for uh, uh, several pilots, uh, both in Europe and US, and uh, it's all about activating locally. Because even though we have uh, the, the um, NFC tags on the bottles, uh, it can be hyper local. The messaging can be hyper local. So let's say we want to do something in Amsterdam, there the um, communication can be about this event uh, if you tap it in the radius of. 500 meters here, so it's. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a global initiative, but it's activated locally, and that, I think that's the important thing that it can be very relevant, dependent on the, uh, location and timings and what's happening around you. So you know, what's what's next? You've got good engagement, but there's a cost issues in this. How much does an NFC tag cost? Um, depends on. I mean, the thing is that. Uh, the actual tag isn't that expensive, but there aren't that many suppliers that can handle labeling, converting, uh, and do everything that has to do with the uh, uh, packaging industry. And explain the jargon, converting, what does yeah. that mean? 
the labeling is, uh, I mean, if you have a bottle and, and um, you have a, a label on it, um, you might want to put the uh, chip on the label. Yes. Uh, and that's something that, uh, I mean, not all suppliers support today because, uh, I mean, it's a new offering for them. So uh, for the first part, we ordered the NC chips ourselves and spoke to our suppliers, can you apply this to, to uh, the shrink sleeve? And it's a, I would say it will come quite soon, but uh, it's still hard to, to get uh, like a full service uh, uh, from the suppliers that say, okay, you can put the NFC chip on the label. And if, for example, you want to do something with the label that, that uh, the shrink sleeve and everything to take responsibility that the technology will work uh, in the production and by doing that uh, it is uh, you know a service that is offered by suppliers today it's if something doesn't work it can be either the chip it can be because the, there is two materials that, that connects there can be heat uh, that is in the production there can be uh, like bottles shaking or hitting yeah. each other so a lot of moments that, that um, uh, you know can, can go wrong and I think it's a maturity uh, say track for, for suppliers to actually offer uh, labeling converting with uh, tags on them. So it's uh, actually you buy one thing from, from the suppliers. Listen, you mentioned you know, things can go wrong. Do you have a sense of what kind of yield you got out of that process? Was it like 100% of the bottles uh, operating or did you? No, I think, uh, I mean, from... Uh, during the testing with the pilot, we had quite good results. Uh, then we had s uh, totally different results uh, in another facility. And uh, then we did with other bottles. We could see that they hit each other and it broke the chip on the NFC. So there are a lot of, of things that can work in, in uh, one test. But on different bottles with uh, maybe different location, but you think it's the same process, it can be totally different. So it's still like a learning phase for us as well. Uh, and, and so what next? Do you, is it just more learning or do you have something that you can share about where you want to go with this? No, we will, um, right now we're deploying in Amsterdam. We have uh, several other European countries that will uh, go on next, early 2018. And uh, then we're looking into, uh, from a more holistic view, how do we scale this uh, to all bottles and um, you know, see it as a, um, you know, a part of our business model and the uh, value we create for consumers. So what value do we actually, I think there are two tracks. One is the um, technology track. How do we get the, this into the bottles um, without any, uh, that is not a piloting phase, more of an always on. And then the other one is, uh, how do we add value for the consumers? And that is more of, uh, you know, how can we be relevant? Uh, should we uh, you know, create tighter partnerships with, with uh, local services? Uh, can there be something that uh, I mean, you use to uh, uh, unlock uh, value in, in uh, airports or whatever it is? Uh, so it depends on where you are. So I think that, that's uh, two tracks that we, uh, uh, at the moment, going parallel. So last question, because I'm going on stage in just a, a few minutes, but I, I do want to um, just uh, hear from you. Can you say anything about uh, the analytics that you got, the data? Yeah. I mean, 
So uh, that's quite interesting. We got uh, quite a lot of data uh, from the uh, interaction with the model. And uh, we do gather a lot of data before the pilot as well in our digital channels. Uh, and we have also do a lot of um, yeah, consumer quality uh, evaluations to see, okay, well, what is our target group or do they uh, think about the future of uh, packaging, etc. I think with this one we could uh, go a little bit deeper uh, with um, seeing interest the, the uh, uh, consumer uh, consu target group has, uh, you know, what music they listen to, uh, what movie categories they... Uh, so you were asking them questions as part of the contest? Uh, actually not. So this is, uh, uh, I would say this is not uh, uh, identified data that, uh, from a, on a personal level, but it's data that is collected in a group for, from the people who participated in the uh, competitions. So you use uh, Facebook Connect to, uh, uh, I mean, actually log into the competition. And then we can see different uh, categories, how, what they um, are interested in. Uh, so we can't see, okay, this person is interested in this, but we can see it from a group level. Fascinating. Well, Marcus, congratulations. That's just a huge amount of work, and you, you did it. Thank you, so. and thank you for be, being in the podcast. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Look, good luck on stage. <laughs>
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 